Hey, what's going on everybody? Just wanted to put a little intro, which is something new for the live stream. Today is April 28th. Uh, I just finished recording the live stream on YouTube with everybody, but there were a couple issues with the audio recording and I had to kind of stitch three audio files together and there might be a couple of like hiccups where those stitch points happen. So I apologize for that in advance, uh, but hopefully that won't detract from your enjoyment from today's live stream uh, from April 28th, three o'clock in the afternoon. And uh, without further ado, here it is. And I hope you guys enjoy, thanks. All right, what's going on everybody? It is 3 p.m. here on a, what day is it today? Tuesday, April 28th here in Chicago. Hope you guys are all doing well. I uh, kind of sprung the live stream on everyone. I've been doing the thing where I uh, kind of schedule it at a time and that usually lets people kind of hang out and get into the, um, into the live stream ahead of time, which I kind of like, because then it's like walking into a room that people are already there instead of like, going into a room and then waiting everyone to come in. So that's been nice. But um, I had uh, some actual work phone calls that I had to deal with today. So I kind of went from that right to this. So uh, that's why I'm kind of like springing it on you guys. But thanks everyone for showing up already. Cody Davis says, how's it going? I'm doing well, Cody, thank you. Um, if you guys hear in the background, a lot of noise. My daughter is watching Little Mermaid 2 and it's kind of loud but uh, it's keeping her entertained, it's keeping the girls entertained. So I'm gonna let it go, but we might hear some uh, loud Disney music today. So sorry about that. Uh, CB76 says, how's it going? Yo, what's going on? Uh, I'm, I'm doing nothing much. I'm just uh, getting ready for this podcast and uh, getting ready to enjoy the rest of the day. Usually like once like the podcast hits, then like my wife's day starts to like taper off. And so like, it gets like, this is like getting to the podcast is like the hump of my day. And then like, it's kind of downhill from here in a good way. Um, let's see, Noah says, what's up? Uh, Raymond Galicia is, says, good afternoon from San Francisco. Hey, uh, Francisco Moreno is coming in from Peru. Good job. Uh, Seth Demore, Jameson Michael. This is a Seth Demore shirt going on here. Uh, Louis Cameron from Boston. What's going on? I've been watching all the Boston marathons that were replayed on like the uh, Olympic channel a little while ago. Um, and so like I'm up to B Boston marathon 2018. Like, so the, all this week, like, I think it was like last week they played like from 2014 on. So like they played five or six years of, uh, Boston marathons and I'm now on to, uh, Boston marathon 2018. And it's just kind of bizarre to watch like that many of the same race in a series like that. Uh, I think it actually is like really eye-opening, um, but um, yeah. Uh, let's see here, Stevie 76 has more info on Snooker. Um, I think we've had all we need to, um, but yeah, uh, maybe we will some other time. Michael Susser coming in with a super chat. Thank you so much. He says, have a prior commitment and cannot stay on. Just wanted to say thank you for the thoroughness of the reviews as they afforded me the luxury of buying just shoes I'm confident I want. Awesome, thanks. I'm so glad that you feel that way. I'm glad that the, um, the, the shoe reviews have worked out for you in that way. So thank you so much for watching and uh, making it possible for me to, to keep doing this and experimenting with new shoes and just running a lot and having fun and uh, getting to try all these different things. And I'm glad that I can help so that you guys uh, are spending your hard earned money in wise ways as well. So thank you very much. Um, ben NG says, uh, hi, great timing. Just finished his run. Awesome. Uh, I know a lot of you guys have been um, 
uh, waiting for the live streams to do like your foam rolling or your stretching for the day. And I think that's awesome. Uh, I love that. And so like for me on the morning runs, I basically do my running morning run and I come right upstairs and I sit down for like the morning live stream. And so it's just, I'm very used to like the idea of like you run and then you come hang out with everyone else and talk about the run. So it's been a lot of fun that way. Uh, Noah says he's going on an 80 minute run today, week 11 of marathon training. Awesome. Uh, right now, uh, and awesome to have this in the background. Cool. Cool. Awesome. Um, I have been recording these with the external mic. Um, and so, um, that's not the audio that you're listening to. Uh, I'm just using these earbuds to record the audio for the live stream. And the rationale with that is uh, twofold. The external mic is so that way I can upload this as a podcast without having to like strip the audio from this or do any sort of other things that I just get clean audio, um, and can upload that as a podcast. And so that way, if people do want to take this for a run, uh, and you're like a day behind, then, I mean, most of the stuff isn't all that topical. We're just hanging out and chatting. And so, um, you can always bring that along with you. Uh, if you're like, I need to put your phone in your pocket. Um, but, uh, so hopefully that's something that you guys are, uh, availing yourselves of, if that's of interest to you. And then the reason why I use this for the live stream audio is because it's really convenient for me. And, um, I also think that the YouTube live stream like really compresses the audio sound quality anyway. So I don't know how much, how like worthwhile it is to make the live stream setup much more complicated with like external mics and all that stuff. So that's kind of like the thinking for why things are the way they are. Um, let's see, Jody Run says hi. Uh, White Wings 05 says greetings from Toronto. What's going on, eh? Uh, Christopher Sanguino says hi from Dallas. Just took a week off from half marathon training and getting back into it tomorrow. Awesome. Well, hopefully the time off was a good rest and you're nice and refreshed. Uh, Mark Trujillo says hello from cloudy Oregon. Awesome. And Louis DeRuz is watching from the UK. Cool. Um, Jim Semple says hello from London. Gutting that Berlin is now canceled. I didn't hear about that. So I was listening to a podcast this morning. I think like um, the Tempo Talks podcast or Tempo Journal podcast this morning. And they were talking about how it's not canceled or postponed, but just not happening. But that it's likely probably not going to happen. Um but uh, there must be news that it's actually officially canceled. So that's a bummer, not surprising, but a bummer nonetheless, especially since it's still so far away, you know. Lewis Cameron says, hoping to see you out here in Boston. Our governor wouldn't commit to if it's going to be run during his update today. Oh, well, that's interesting that there's getting some like pressure for it. I am not confident. I'm not optimistic that it's going to happen this year. Um, yeah. Uh, by the way, was there, uh, since you're in Boston, um, I know a lot of people were planning on running like the Boston route. Uh, and I know that the authorities were like telling people not to do, there's like a white string here. That's like, anyway, they were telling people not to run the Boston route. How did that go? Were, were people still out there running it? Do you know? Um, NS Dunbar says, hi Kafuzi, had a good run today. Garmin put your VO2 max back to 60. So running each day is going well. That's great. Awesome news. Um, and that's a solid VO2 max. Great work. Um, Super Schmoltz says, hello from the rooftop. Awesome. Watching from upstairs. Cool. Uh, Martha's here. She's not fully foam rolling today, but she's baking brownies. Awesome. Very cool. Um, yeah, my wife and the girls have been doing a lot of baking lately, and so that's been very nice. Um, and they've been doing a lot of baking that has, like, a chocolate ganache on top, which is not, uh, like, uh, a topping that I normally get during, like, 
normal times. So that's been a plus, you know, if I can draw a silver lining here. Um, Adam Steve says, another Boston runner here. And uh, good to see you. He said his first run in the Skechers, Skechers McDonald's threes today. <laughs> um, uh, that's pretty funny. Like I have, uh, I know that lots of people, uh, for those of you who don't know, I, rev I my review video for the Skechers Razor 3 came out today and I gave it a hard time because it's like red and yellow. There's some maroon in there and some gray, um, but it's like, I see red and yellow and I just see like the Ronald McDonald clown boot in it when I see it. All the people have said it looks like a flash shoe and I can even see maybe it's like, you know, Iron Man colors kind of. But like, I've just have been lambasting the colorway and some people, I've been calling it the clown colorway and some people have been calling it the discount colorway. So, um, but I like, I like Skechers McDonald's threes. I like that as well. That's pretty funny. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's been a good shoe. Hopefully you, um, you enjoyed it, Adam. So I, I enjoyed mine. I ran in it again today. So I had two runs in it so far. So it's been, it's been good. It's been very good to me. I'll probably run in it again tomorrow, I think. That, or I might run in the, I'm not sure when I'll run in the Hyperion Tempo again. That'll be like the next video that comes out is comparing those two shoes. Not the next video, but the next like running shoe video that comes out. Um, Dylan Devaney says, how many different types of shoes should you have in your rotation? I think it depends on how much, how many miles you're running and like how like into it <laughs> you've gotten, right? So, um, you know, at a certain point you start to become a collector and then you just not necessarily a collector, but you end up having a lot. But I think that if you're running like two or three times a week, you only need one. If you're running three to four, you probably can still get away with what you might want to have two. But once you start getting to like four or five, then you at least want two, one for daily training, like most of the runs. And then another one for like your longer days or on those days where your feet or your knees are feeling a little bit beat up, something a little bit softer, maybe even a little bit heavier, but more cushion. And then the third one to bring in would be like a faster shoe, either for races or your speedier workout days. So then it becomes three and then you might get a fourth one because you want a true racing shoe. And then you might get a, another one because you need another daily train. Now you need two daily trainers. So it just, it, 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 it escalates quickly. Um, but I think you really only need, you only need one. Um, two is, I'd say, a good number for a lot of people. Um, but then by the time you start racing, then you need a third. So, <laughs> uh, my mom's here from New Jersey. Hi, mom. How are you? Kurt Steege is saying, hey, folks, also from New Jersey. That's cool. Uh, Radnev Norochinko says, uh, oh, hi, yo, from Japan. Awesome. Um, John Harris is from Arizona, where it's 100 degrees Fahrenheit. That is super hot. I don't even understand. I, I, I've been in Arizona in those temperatures. I still don't really understand it or comprehend why that exists. Shavy239 says uh, hello from Pennsylvania. Awesome. Um, Kurt Steege says, funny how these streams blend, uh, bleed into one another. Uh, Strava Wankery was a topic on the Ginger Runner Daily Brew today as well. Awesome. Well, you know, I think it's all in the zeitgeist, you know? I think that, like, we're all, like, it's like... I think it, what's amazing is like it's a very unique time, right? Because like um, there is uh, everyone's kind of experiencing the same thing, some to different degrees, but like everyone is kind of experiencing the same thing. And so we're all like, you know, we're all just humans and we're all just runners. And so like when one thing kind of gets shut down, we all look in the same kind of direction, you know, so we're all experiencing the same thing. So like the Strava wankery, as you've been calling it, which I love that term, um, has been an issue. I've seen it on Twitter as well. People are getting grumpy about it. And I think that's just like, um, 
like a manifestation of just overall other like uncomfortableness that's happening and it's just taking a form of being like really uh like irked by things that are happening on strava <laughs> uh lewis cameron says just one runner ran the route for the uh, boston marathon well that's good to know because i was i was thinking that a lot of people were gonna do it um shinny danny tv awesome good to see you from switzerland hi um ricardo katagiri says disappointed that zermatt marathon is canceled it was going to be your first trail marathon yeah that's a bummer i had a trail race that i was going to try and do in june in iowa and uh i had some big plans around that one and i don't think it's gonna happen i don't think the like the attendance for that race is maybe like 50 runners and i think it's pretty much all self-supported and so they're there is some support, not really a lot. Only there's only support for people that don't have a wouldn't have a crew like me. Um, but like, um, yeah, it's kind of a I, I just don't see it happening, even though it happens like on rural roads, not even paved roads. So I don't know. We'll see if it happens. I, don't, I doubt it, though. Um, Shinny Danny TV says, hi, Kafuzi, quick question regarding map test. After 10 to 20 minutes of warm up, do you rest first before starting the actual test or recover with a recovered heart rate? Or do you try to start it at your calculated HR? Um, I will, you know, I, you know, someone else asked me that same exact question and I don't remember what I've done before, but the last time I did it, I kind of like just jogged to the track, which was a, a, a like a 20 something. It's about two and a half, two and a three quarter miles. So it was about 20 minutes run. So I just basically jogged to the start line and hit the start. Like once I got to the starting line of the track. So that's kind of how I did it. So I was starting out at like. You know, my math number is 145 and I was starting out at like 135, like maybe like 140. So I was pretty close to it when I started. Um, but I think it's probably better to start at like move, like a rolling start than it is to start like cooled down and then like from like a crouch, you know, kind of thing. Um, Jim Simple says, oh, OK, the the race date in September is to be reviewed for, for Berlin. OK, so uh, not necessarily canceled yet, but I think it probably will be because then like once wh where do you postpone it to you know with something like berlin because then like 2021 like april you know because then you've got london and boston again you know so there's just no place for it uh unless you do it like the 2020 berlin happens in like june uh, that would be kind of interesting actually um so maybe there is a place to move it um but i don't know um Mark Trujillo says when he does that, when he pulls something, it's a white hair. It usually is for me, and that's why I was kind of just trying to hide it. But uh, there's a, the rest of the string is still here, and it's not a white hair. Not this time. <laughs> um, Cody Davis says, I just hope these states aren't moving too quickly, and then we'll have to reverse their decision on reopening. I hope so, too. I really hope so. Like, I think that they're making mistakes, but I really hope I'm wrong, and I hope that they... Um, are accidentally inadvertently coincidentally okay not necessarily right but like okay you know what i mean like that ends up not being a huge deal that's what i hope janet tang says hello from denver colorado how do you adjust your diet calories basing on your weekly mileage i'm also vegetarian in georgia what i eat in a day video well i apologize if you've watched that as a vegetarian hoping that you would get some sort of clues or tips because it's not that kind of video um but you know i don't really watch my calories generally even when i'm training i might try to like be mindful of okay there's been a lot of like a hard workouts so let's make sure i'm getting in a lot of extra proteins and hydration like those are the kind of things i might be thinking about um but uh i usually go by uh 
I, I let my body tell me what it needs, you know. So if it's all of a sudden I'm like really out of nowhere craving like something salty, then maybe like I'm low on salt. If I'm craving something fatty, like if all of a sudden I'm like, I really want French fries, then my body probably wants a little bit of salt and fat. So um, I might indulge in French fries. I probably would indulge in French fries, but also be mindful of, okay, what else can I eat that are like cleaner, healthier fats and salts that I can have than that. So that's kind of how I mind it. Uh, and now I'm just trying to be really mindful of like, when I eat, am I hungry or am I bored, right? So it could be, um, I'm a little bit hungry, but mostly bored. Then I'll just make sure, like, maybe I'll just put some noon in a, a noon tablet and some water and drink that, or maybe I'll just drink some water, like chug like a bunch of water first. And then if I'm still hungry, then I'll go eat something. So that's kind of how I've been like handling it. Um, let's see, <laughs> Kurt Steve says, let's change uh, the, uh, it to the Skechers Iron Man 3s. I mean, I, I wouldn't be a, a opposed to calling it the Iron Man 3s. Because I guess if you're an Iron Man uh, runner, that'd be kind of a cool way to pick up the... Maybe the red can be like an, uh, a triathlete's. Uh, like, because the triathletes tend to pick up like... Um, if there's any triathletes here, maybe you guys can comment. But the shoes that triathletes gravitate towards are ones that I don't necessarily understand why they're gravitating. Sorry about that. Okay. So every time a phone call comes in, I'm trying to record. I record stuff directly to the phone, and that's messing things up. But previously, I've been putting it in airplane mode. I didn't do that today. Sorry. Um, let's see. What do we have here? Um, the Ironman. Oh, triathletes. I think triathletes tend to gravitate towards, like, certain shoes. Um, I think it just, like, becomes popular in that circle, and then they all start buying the same one. And so maybe, like, the Razor 3. Although I think the Razor 3 is a popular shoe for triathletes right now. So, like... If you call the red ones the Iron Man 3. But I think they're out of stock now. I think Running Warehouse ran out. Skechers doesn't have like any sizes left. So it may be a moot point. But um, <laughs> Cody Davis says there is a reason that the color is 50% off. <laughs> uh, Matt Holman says, hey, Kofuzi, thanks for recommending I Smooth Run. I watched your video from December 2018 and did his first solo interval session without having to count anything, everything himself today. Yeah, I mean, it does a great job at that. Um, if the Apple Watch had more buttons, um, the Apple watch plus eye smooth run with lots of buttons, you know, and maybe make it thicker and bigger for more battery life. It would be like a killer watch. I think for me, um, uh, Mark Trujillo says my Mickey D's threes arrive tomorrow. <laughs> Thanks for the tip. Kofuzi. Yeah. I think it's really funny that there's going to be so, I think there's going to be a lot of the red ones like floating around Instagram and Strava for a little while. <laughs> I think that's funny. Uh, Yasin Karim says, hey, Kapuzi, any indication when you'll be getting your hands on the Adidas Ada Zero Pro? Uh, hopefully, I'll get it the first round when they're released. Um, I don't know. The release date was pushed back a couple of weeks, wasn't it? Um, I knew what it was a couple of weeks ago, and then I forget what it is now. So, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I don't have any, like, uh, inside connection on it. So, I'm going to be trying to order it right when it comes out um, when you guys do. Um... Hi, Kapuzi. Lucas Spano says, uh, what's the best for long run? Saucony Ride ISO 2 or Saucony Triumph 17? Thanks. Greetings from Italy. Right now, I would go with the Triumph 17 for your long run. The Ride ISO 2 was not my favorite. I think the Ride ISO 2 was better than the Ride ISO 1, but none of the Ride ISOs were as good as the Ride 10. And so, like, I don't know what it was about the, the ISO series. I think, like, Saucony's giving up on that. Like the Freedom is not ISO anymore. The Triumph's not ISO. The Liberty's not ISO. The Ride's not ISO. So like that, they're getting rid of. Um, 
And I don't think it was just the fit that made it not great. But like the Rydell said too, not my favorite shoe. Triumph 17 is one of my favorites. Um, Adam C says, I actually think the speed on the side is worse on most colorways. I enjoyed the run, but found the fit in the toes a bit more of a race fit than I was expecting. Yeah, I mean, but then again, I think that the toe box there is roomier than both the Speed Elite, for sure, and the Hyperion Tempo, which I think is a very comparable shoe. Um, so, like, I actually thought that there was, and there's more room in there than, say, like the Rincon or, see, what other Tempo shoes do I think that there's more room than? Um, yeah, so like the, like for those, for example, like the Rincon, I feel like it was a lot tighter. Um, so like it's tight. It's definitely for more of a race fit for sure, but like it's not as bad as some other ones. Um, uh, Ash Sir says, got your hands on the Peg 37 yet? No, not yet. Uh, Brian Kerr says, good evening, Mike. Good evening. Awesome. Um, Godzilla says, if you kept your heart rate to 130, what would be your pace? Give me hope. Uh, at 1.30, I think my pace will be something like 9 minutes per mile, maybe. Um, maybe a little bit faster. Then 9.15, maybe 8.45. Probably not 8.45, but around the 9s somewhere. Um, Brian Kerr says, I still can't decide which camera to get. All right. Um, Giovanni Clean says, shave down only to, the, to only the stash. I've been praying for this day. Yeah, I mean, this is the second time I've done it. The first time the mustache wasn't that full so like you had to really like look to tell but today it's it's a little bit more full now i'm a couple more weeks in and so uh yeah you could, it's a little bit more prominent now i just i have a feeling that here has stopped growing and all like the catfish whiskers part is the only thing that's growing now and it's getting really weird and um i don't know i think i either need to get like mustache trimmer or mustache wax one of the two <laughs> um Let's see. Um, Dylan Devaney says, I currently have a speed shoe and a daily trainer. Should I get a max cushion shoe? If yes, what is the best max cushion shoe? Currently run 60 miles a week for a college, country, country or track. Um, I think that uh, at that mileage, um, I might just have two daily trainers at, at 60 miles a week if you're a, if you're a college, cross country and track runner. Um, but if you want to get a speech, uh, like a max cushion shoe, I would get the Triumph 17, which I've been talking about a lot lately, or the New Balance 1080 V10. Those two are great. And I think that those will actually pair well with a speed shoe and a daily trainer. So that could be like a good way um, to mix everything together. So that's what I would do. Or just get another um, daily trainer. You could do that. Uh, Elaine Kabanemi. Kabanemi says, hello, Kofuzi. Do you think math training for absolute beginner is appropriate? I think so. I think it's a great way to get into it. I think that like at that point, you know, for an absolute beginner, I usually recommend a lot of run walking anyway. And so if you're using your heart rate, um, you'll probably end up doing a lot of run walking. And so you won't know, you won't really notice a difference. You won't have like the, that backsliding feeling that a lot of runners like me, like I definitely felt it. Um, will feel because you'll just be starting from scratch and moving up and what it will give you is a very gradual safe like couch to 5k or couch to half marathon or whatever you're planning on doing um, and so I think it's a great way uh, to get into it um, Ramon Galicia says will you ever get to 100 on the Ravenna 11 I don't know that I'll get to 100 but I'll certainly get to more than 14 which is what I have on them right now um, and so it's something that I want to make sure I want to wait and let my feet kind of like my feet and knees have been feeling a little bit weird lately. So before I start putting on a stability shoe, I want to make sure that that kind of gets sorted out a little bit better. Um, 
running in the like the Razer 3 is, is uh, I had some issues with it this morning but like um, it's uh, a neutral shoe and so like whatever's going on in my knee I know it's not because of the shoe but the Ravenna 11 it throws in another variable so that's why I haven't I've been avoiding it a little bit uh, Cody Rogers asks, is the Polar Grit your go-to watch now then, or do you still prefer something else? Right now it's my go-to, because my previous go-to was the Vantage V, um, and I love that watch. But this one is, the Grit is like the Vantage V, but it has weather, and it has turn-by-turn uh, -turn navigation um, on it. Uh, you have to like lay the route out ahead of time, but it's something that you can do. And so um, for me, like the next time I go trail running, it's definitely something I want to have set up, so that way I won't get lost. Can you imagine that? Like, I, I'm really excited for when I can go hit a trail again to test out the feature. And like, if I can avoid getting lost because of the grits, like turn by turn navigation feature, then it's literally then it would be idiot proof. <laughs> All right, we got a super chat coming in from Jordan Thomas. Hey, what's going on, Jordan? Uh, how's the ramen stash holding up? We're doing fine. I think we probably still have about a half a case left. We got probably about a dozen in the house at this point. So we're still doing good probably in like the next two weeks we'll got to think about reordering it again i haven't really looked to see what um uh, supply and quantities are like though so i don't know if it's easy to find a case online or not but um i think we're doing good um the bigger more pressing thing for uh, our house is going to be craft macaroni and cheese because that's what the girls love to eat um and so like we've been going through that about as quickly as we've been going through the ramen so those are the two things that I need to stock up on. Um, but thank you so much for asking. <laughs> um, let's see, we got Thomas Jackson asking, the Beacon version two or the 1080 V10? I love the Beacons and looking at buying another pair, but the 1080 V10 are around the same price at the moment. Yeah, um, well, that's a good price on the 1080 V10. I would say like um, the 1080 V10 is gonna be bigger, heavier, and but bouncier than the Beacon version two. So like, I don't consider them interchangeable shoes. I think one is more, the 1080 V10 is more for longer mileage, more max cushion. So if you want a little bit more protection from the road surfaces, if you're on roads now, that could be a good option. Um, then with the Beacons, you know, I think that the Beacon 3 should be coming out somewhat soon. Uh, maybe not right away, but like, you know, it should be time pretty soon. I thought that they normally came out in May or June. So we're getting, should be getting close if the schedule hasn't been altered on that. And I have no information on that, unfortunately. Uh, Pensive Melancholy says Pegasus 37. Yeah, I, I will get a pair, but probably not right away. Um, Stevie 76 says, at what sub count did you think I'm a legit YouTuber? Ed Butt is about to hit 5K. Um... I think once I hit like uh, 10,000, I felt really confident. Um, once I hit like 16,000, I felt like uh, I stopped, not can't, not that I don't care, but like I stopped worrying about it on like a daily basis. Um, Cause the reason being like, I, I remember watching um, like a gamers uh, YouTube channel. I don't even remember who it is. But he went to like a uh, like a Comic Con. I might have been Comic Con. I mean, he may, he went to a convention, and he was going around asking people like, what's a respectable number of subscribers for a YouTuber to have? And like several people for whatever reason said sixteen thousand. And so I felt like, okay. And then also the other thing was that I remember like the first time I remember seeing like Jamie um, getting like. 
um, really early shoes and like starting getting invited to events and stuff, it was he had about 16 or maybe it was 26,000. So like it was right around there where I felt like, okay, that's like a established number. Um, 5,000 is a legit number too. Um, there's no there's no shaking a stick at that for, for, by, by any means. Um, but it, for me, I remember at like 5,000, I felt very like, like precarious about it, uh, about growth. And um, once I hit like 10 like and 16, then like it, the growth just hit really fast. And so like I couldn't really even keep up with it to, enough to worry about it. But from five to 10, I remember think like daily, I was looking at like, what are my subs projections gonna look like? You know, when will I hit 10,000? When will I, am I projected to hit 15,000? That kind of thing. And I don't remember if any of those projections were correct or not. I don't think that they were, but um, yeah. So it's been, it's been a wild ride. The growth has been like exponential and uh, it's been amazing. Uh, and it still feels to me like I have like 8,000 subscribers. Like it's like, there's enough that like, I feel like, you know, like people should return my emails, you know, not like everybody, but like, I feel like if I send an email, I'm not just some random dude, like, hey, I started a channel, I have one video and I'm planning to make six other ones. Can you send me free stuff? I don't feel like that anymore. Um, so like, it just takes a while, but you know, it's gonna feel different for different people. The hardest subscriber milestone for me to get past was 100. Um, 50 was probably the second hardest. Um, let's see. Uh, Lewis Cameron says, Fuels, New Balance Fuel Cell TC or RC Elite review coming? Yes. I have a pair of the TC that's been sitting in my bedroom for like a week and a half now. I just haven't been able to get to it. Um, so I've got a little bit of a backlog of shoes, but I really wanted to get the Razor 3. I, the Razor 3 jumped ahead in line of all these just because the color was such a weird situation. So, um, yeah. So it kind of jumped ahead in line. Also, I don't really feel like uh, a race shoe right now is gonna be the greatest for my feet and knee thing that's going on. So like, I've been not trying, I'm trying not to rush into it. Um, Jefferson Size says, what can I do about new shoes cutting the backs of your heels? Like, when you mean heels, do you mean like your Achilles area? Because my wife gets that a lot where like the back of the shoe will rub. And so for that, I could recommend two things. One is just wear bandages on that part of your like Achilles. Um, or get the shoes with the heel flares that the heel that the shoe flares away from the Achilles, like the Pegasus or the Beacon Two. Like, well, basically, like the like the Nike shoes and everything else that copied the Nike shoe design. That's the other thing. If it's cutting the backs of your heels, like like the heel, like the bone part, like at the back of the bottom of your foot, um, then it it might. I'm I'm not sure. Maybe thicker socks uh, would be the answer for that one. It might be a break in a shoe too, like as your feet get used to a new shoe. Um, Sam Harris, uh, but does the mustache make you faster? I think it does. I really think it does. <laughs> uh, motivation theory running's here. Hey, what's going on, man? Good to see you again. Ryan in Atlanta says, do you consider the Infinity Rack run as good daily trainers? Wonder if there's something I get better cushioning out of for longer distances. I think it's a good daily trainer. I like it for a longer distance running shoe because it has so much react in it and it's got the guide rails that should help you for when you're getting tired and maybe getting a little bit sloppy. So I think that it's a pretty good uh, daily trainer shoe, uh, but there's a lot. Uh, if you like the Infinity React, I'd probably look at the 1080V10 as well. I feel like those feel pretty similar to me. Um, although the, yeah, yeah, I think that they're pretty close. Um, oh, it's been a while since I ran in either of those. Um, <laughs> Jordan Thomas talking about his ramen stash. He said he's uh, 
Uh, he stocked up last week, so he's good. That's good to hear. It's good to hear, my friend. Uh, Terrence Huey says, uh, COVID-19 or no, are you planning on updating us with 2020 goal progress? Particularly interested and can relate to the goal pertaining to prioritizing home and work life. Um, you know, I've never done like a mid-year update, but I guess I did one before. I did one, didn't I do one? I think I did one like in this, no, did I? I think I did. That's a good idea. I think I could do that. Um, it's a really great idea considering like everything's kind of been derailed, but like none of my, I think only one of my goals is like a time related. So like my goals really aren't that like time specific. So we'll see. Um, Jack Gold says, big choice, uh, Garmin 4Runner 935 or 920 XT. I can't answer that question for you. I've not tried either of those two watches, I'm afraid. Um, Dylan Devaney says, are you going to compare the Vantage V and the Grit X? Yes. But I think that there's like the, the question about that is it's like I'm waiting to see what Polar does with the pricing of the Vantage V and the Vantage M. Because right now the Grit X has more features in the Vantage V, but it's cheaper. And so like I envision, I'm wondering if that means like there's a price cut coming to the Vantage V or like what's their rationale for like keeping the Vantage V more expensive. I'm not sure what it is. I guess like that's where like the comparison comes in. So I have to do a little bit more investigation because right now it just seems like the Grit X is like a Vantage V with a couple of extra things. So I'm looking around to see how it feels different, but like right now for like my daily like eight like seven to ten miles of running and not really noticing it but i really have to put some more testing into it it's going to take a while i'm afraid john bohart says just started long distance running now that the gyms are closed i'm uh in dpt school and people watching how they run has, be has come one of his favorite parts on the run yeah there's uh you know lots of different bodies lots of different gates um it definitely uh is interesting to see like I like watching when people with unconventional gates can still run really fast. That's something that always like fascinates me. Um, Louis Becerra says, you're about to hit 50,000 subs. That is very respectable. I feel like it, it certainly is, and it's way beyond anything that I've ever envisioned. I thought that I would probably like peter out. Like when I hit like 10,000, I thought like, yeah, you know what? This will probably come to a head right in the 20s somewhere and then just kind of stay there. And I thought maybe like 28 would be like a good kind of like peak number where I'd kind of just hover there. Like I'd reach like a stasis where like the number of people subscribing would equal the number of people that are just not subscribed anymore. Um, Jordan Thomas says he's got to jump on a conference call, but wanted to show some love. Thank you so much, Jordan. Uh, I think it's cool that, he, that we're doing these and hope uh, me and the missus and the girls are doing well. Thank you so much, Jordan. Hope you're doing well uh, uh, out there in LA, uh, especially since like, Seems to be like there's some, not controversy, but some of the beaches up there. I don't think in LA County or Orange County and they're opening up, but some stuff happening over there. So I hope you guys still can stay safe. Um, Motivation Theory Running says, getting ready to hit 5K, awesome. Love taking talking stats. You're the only channel I feel I can relate to because how we both started and the current niche, even though I focus on ultra more. Yeah, I mean, I think that like, well, Seth started out the same way too, where Seth was a daily vlogger. That's how Seth and I first met. I didn't even know he ran. He didn't know I ran when we first met each other. Um, and so like we both like started like incorporating running, I think as a way to like kind of like fill a vlog one a couple of days. And then just we each saw it take off from there. And so um, the family vlog videos gave each of us um, 
skill in terms of making videos quickly, being creative without having like a production schedule um, and being able to talk about something different every day um, and being able to work in that kind of time frame. And then, so then when we pivoted, we already had all the right tools in place to like really ca capitalize on it. And so um, yeah, so it's an interesting kind of like transition and I see it happening for you too. Um, so it's exciting. Um, Cody Davis says, when all this COVID-19 pandemic is over, how about a watch party with major uh, marathons? Um, yeah, it's hard to do those, though, for copyright reasons. Um, so, like, uh, you know, that's a hard thing to kind of figure out. Um, but I'd love to be able to figure that out somehow. Um, yeah. Codzilla says it's a competitive market. Running is very popular and it's a lot of channels. Yeah, there weren't that many when I started. Um, not that there are a ton now either. I don't think that there's nearly enough um, for the amount of cultures and languages of people that run. Like, I shouldn't be that popular amongst like runners in like Spain and Italy and like Germany, for example. There should be German channels that are just like other regular dudes that just buy shoes that they can get in Germany and like have German videos like but there isn't and so that's why I feel like there's still so much room for more running youtubers um, who's faster me or Seth James Moore obviously Seth um, for sure <laughs> uh, Goku runner says yeah hey you shaved a bit more what's up yeah I, all this other stuff was getting really frustrating this is getting frustrating too but I feel like I got to keep it for now oh awesome very cool um, my, my daughter just unlocked a new outfit for her Subway Surfer. She wanted to show me. Um, Alea uh, Mitchell says, any recommendations for someone with extremely flat feet and plantar fasciitis? I was thinking of getting Hoka on a Rincon. Thoughts? You know, I get that kind of question all the time, but I don't really know how to advise people with flat feet. Um, I think people with flat feet need a shoe that doesn't have a lot of arch support as it, in it, right? Or am I wrong on that? Do they want more arch support? I can never tell. Um, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm afraid I don't have plantar fasciitis either, so I can't help you with that. Someone that does have plantar fasciitis who has been fighting it is Seth. So Seth James Moore, I would I would defer to him for sure on that. Um, let's see, let's uh, uh, answer one more question because uh, then I gotta get going. Um, let's see, Raymond Galicia says, would I recommend the Vantage M as a budget watch? Currently on a Fitbit Charge 3 and the GPS is unreliable. Yeah, I would say uh, the Vantage M, uh, did I say V or did I say M? He asked if the Vantage M is a good budget watch. I think it's a little bit expensive to be considered a budget watch, but I think the Vantage M is a really good watch because it has almost all of the things that I really like about the Vantage V. The main differentiator is that it doesn't have an altimeter in it, and so any altitude readings that you're getting in terms of climbing and vert is going to be coming from GPS readings. So if your GPS readings are wonky, like if you're in a city, I see people in the city all the time in Chicago, even not running necessarily next to like skyscrapers, but it'll show their runs as having like 2,000 feet of vert in like a 45 minute period, which is impossible around here. Um, and so it, I think what it's grabbing is like at some point a GPS satellite has calibrated like a certain coordinate and pinged it and it's like the top of a building, I think. Um, and, uh, so that's what it gets when the GPS is off and it gets it off the building and that point corresponds to a certain value on a map. That's why like vert gets all screwy. Um, so that's like the main difference as far as I understand, uh, with the Vantage M. 
I think that I'm not sure if like the other thing that I really like is like the um, cardio load status. Uh, that tells me if I'm detraining, um, maintaining, being productive or, or overtraining. Um, I'm not sure if that's available on the Vantage M or not. That's something that I like to have. I really enjoy it, but I don't need it. Um, but the Vantage M can connect to like my foot pod. So if you're getting wonky GPS, another GPS watch isn't necessarily going to be the solution. A watch would be a, a good solution if, on the other hand, you're comparing it to like a phone, um, which I think the Fitbit Charge does it have? I think that one does have GPS, but a lot of Fitbits don't. They piggyback off the phone, and so like going to any other like GPS watch would be an improvement. After that, I think that they're all relatively close um, until you get like a foot pod. Then you're getting pace and distance data from the foot pod. And so, um, yeah, Raymond says the Fitbit charge piggybacks off the phone. So yeah, I think getting a watch will help you in that regard. But I think you, if you're really looking for budget, I think you can go much cheaper. So like you could gar go with like a, uh, like a Garmin, like Forerunner 245, and then pair course only during the live stream so I get phone calls. And so then you could pair it to your sensor, like a heart rate sensor and then like an, a, and a foot pod. And then that I think will give you the most accurate reading. So like those are the three things that I like to run with. Um, I think most people probably need, can get away with having two of those. Most, well, most people get away with just the one. Some people that like to have a sensor will have one other sensor, either a foot pod or a heart rate monitor. Most people don't have all three, but I like to run with all three. Um, for my specific set of circumstances. But for budget, I think like Garmin 245 is good. The Vantage M would uh, be good as well. Uh, and like the Cinto 5 also, although I feel like the Cinto 5 is a little bit overpriced uh, for what you're getting on that watch. Um, but those are all the other ones that I think that you can, can take a look at as well. All right, with that, I gotta get going guys. It's uh, 3.41 in Chicago now, so I don't wanna take up too much of your time. But thank you so much everybody for tuning in today. I had a really great time to talking with all of you guys. Hopefully you guys had good runs today. And if you haven't and you're going out, hopefully you guys will all be safe out there. And uh, I will see you guys either 6 a.m on Instagram if you want to check me out in the mornings or if you want to get together again here it'll be every day at 3 p.m. Central Time Chicago uh, on YouTube so take care guys